the thing. I haven't actually tried this laugh, but I was thinking immediately. I was like, I feel like any good villain laugh starts with like a sound. Mm. And I just immediately gravitated to the sound K. Like Yeah, like that. And that's a clip that if you stay to the end, you'll finally have context for. <laughs> so that's a hint to watch or listen all the way to the end, babe. Hey, y'all, it's me, present-day Audrey. Allison and I recorded these episodes over a year ago. We've recorded all 40-something episodes of season one of Sailor Moon, and I am just now able to kind of start working through the backlog and editing them. Yeah, if you can't tell from the hair, it's been over a year. So as we go through, I'm going to be popping in here with some updates and sometimes some trigger warnings, which is why I'm here today. I just wanted to give you a heads up. We are talking about stranger danger again today. Actually, that happens a lot, but especially with nephrite storylines. If you have any issues with discussions about teen slash adult like romantic relationships it doesn't get detailed or graphic or anything but you might want to skip this one because it is it is something that we make fun of um, and then it's something that we talk about towards the end when we get to the sailor says so if that's going to be a problem for you please skip this one take care of yourself and hop on to the next one where nephrite dies so <laughs> we're ready for him to go <laughs> anyway Enjoy. Bye. Welcome to Sailor Moon Therapy Hour. We are your hosts, Audrey. And I'm Allison. And we are not therapists. We just watch anime. And the anime we watch is Sailor Moon, both the original 90s dub and the more recent sub uh, that should be closer to the original original yes. uh, intent for it. So it's been a beautiful trip down Nostalgia Lane where we get to find out what choices were made and what was presented to us in our childhood and why. <laughs> and this one, I'm going to guess, I watched the sub, you watched the dub. I'm going to guess some choices were made, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yes, I would guess so as well. It still doesn't make it through unscathed in terms of the creepiness of an old man slash young girl romance. <laughs> Yeah. The episode we watched, uh, my title in the sub was Wish Upon a Star, Naru-chan's First Love. And it, your title was? Mine was Molly's Folly, because let's victim blame. <laughs> yeah. You're, you know what? You're right. I suspect they were like, I suspect they also didn't want to be like, it's not a love story. She can't love this adult man. I don't know. Maybe not. She could love. I think she can love. He, he can't. That's exactly. And okay, so the the premise for this episode, we've had several episodes where Nephrite has sort of led Molly on and, and taken advantage of her to get stuff he wants. And she doesn't know about all the evil stuff he's been doing, even though he's like, attacked her like three times. I know. <laughs> yeah. So in this episode, quick summary, uh, once again, Molly's like dreaming about this guy and Sailor Moon's like, oh shit, he's actually really bad news. You need to not be dreaming about that guy. And they have sort of a drama about, should should I tell him that more clearly why he's evil? Uh, should I tell her? And she does, but Molly's kind of like, I don't know. And then Nephrite, meanwhile, has just 
needs to get the silver crystal and he's decided that Molly knows about it. So he lures her out to a park and is like, I need the silver crystal. And so she goes and steals like another crystal that's not it, but she thinks it's it. And then, and then, yeah. And then the Sailor Scouts show up and he attacks the Sailor Scouts and Molly's like, oh no, he's evil. But then like, then another monster attacks Molly and he protects her. It's very dramatic. There's yeah. a lot of like back and forth. And then it, it concludes with maybe he kind of helped her, but that doesn't mean that he likes her and he like goes his own way because she doesn't have the silver crystal. Yeah. I think. It, yep. Here's the thing. <laughs> if he wasn't a grown up, I honestly think this would be kind of a very romantic episode. It's exactly the sort of thing I love as a kid, which is yeah. the like the bad guy that's kind of like torn and maybe will be a good guy because he does care about you. Like, I love that. Yeah. Even if we just imagined he and to be fair, we don't know how old he is. If he's like Darian's age where they're playing that line where maybe he's like 17 and she's not 15, maybe she's 16 and you're like, OK, he just comes off as so old that it's very creepy. He's wearing a suit at all times, or maybe not quite a he's suit. A businessman. Yeah, but he looks like a businessman. He's driving like a Lamborghini or some shit around town. He he does he's weirdly funding know. tennis players, <laughs> professional tennis players. He owns a professional tennis player. <laughs> he owns one as a slave. She's just she's back in the caves in the nether the nether world, the nether regions, the mega world. I forgot that's where this. I forgot wasn't this where that where this started? Molly's uh, yeah. like adoptive older sister was mm-hmm. the tennis player. Wow, the, it's been one a while. that we've never seen again. <laughs> But apparently they're very close. He's very meaningful. Yeah, and that's where he came up with the name Maxfield Stanton in the dub, which is the most adult name that I could think of. Right? It's it's just like he's very much like pickup artist, like rich dude bro, older businessman like yeah. vibes. So it's it's hard to but I think I was super into this when I was a kid because I was like I always liked all the like oh, yeah. I don't actually specifically remember this plot. I don't remember this one either. Um but I didn't have television growing up. I had to like bum VHS tapes off of people. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I, I saw a commercial for four weddings and a funeral and asked what a lesbian was. And then we got rid of TV. I feel like, I feel like when we were watching or when I was into Ronin Warriors, which is a very shitty anime, but it was my first anime. Uh, and I would watch it. I'd go home and watch it. And then I'd come to school the next day and I'd explain the episode to you. Do you remember? That, that sounds about right. <laughs> so with that background, uh, why don't you tell us how the uh, dub episode started? Okay. So so we start with Molly is in a, sitting half in, half out of a pool, daydreaming. It's actually a really cute daydream where she's like, got like this cute little roughly dress and is dancing with a grown man <laughs> is is that not the dress she was wearing in the last episode when she danced with nephrite i don't I think it was i think she's literally remembering because didn't they dance together right before he like turned her evil i thought it was a different so dress. i think she may be but I think it might have right. been it might have been i was just curious i feel like she she em- embellished upon the dress a little bit in her daydream but i, I, I might be completely wrong i think she did um, but it was very cute. It was cute. Yeah, it was. And then in the dub, I'm sure it was probably cuter in the sub, but in the dub, because remember, Nephrite's voice is Oh yeah. Is like I'm trying to think of how, how we would even do it. <laughs> Where he's just going, Molly. 
No. Oh no. It's so yeah. weird. He's got like a normal, actually kind of sexy voice in the sub, so yeah. it was not notable. Whatever the, he said was just yeah, romantic. In the dub, he sounds like Bojack Horseman. So <laughs> <laughs> it really adds to that uh yeah. vibe. He's got like a bit of a gravel to it, so it's very Will Arnett. So then um she snaps out of her daydream because Serena pops out of the pool mm-hmm. and like splashes her and she's like hey what's going on Molly says that she was just daydreaming about somebody that she's in love with or something I can't remember how she phrased it uh, but she basically says she has a crush and then Serena immediately goes and I feel like this whole conversation has been changed potentially but Serena in the dub goes well it better not be tuxedo mask or that cute guy Andrew from the game center because I called dibs and I'm curious. that's actually straight from the sub oh really okay yeah because <laughs> there, lo- there are a lot of potential areas where this has been changed um yeah so, I think some of it has yeah so then she says that it's Max Maxfield Stanton and Serena immediately goes stay away from that guy um he's like he's a bad guy he's dangerous stay away from him and i wrote that that's always worked on teens <laughs> you know to, st- to tell oh, yeah. them to stay yeah, away exactly <laughs> and then it doesn't work and th- and then we cut to a sailor scout meeting so yeah it, that general thrust of the conversation was the same there were a few like one of the things i noticed is that uh you know i think sailor moon splashes molly wakes her out every day yeah. and she goes oh you're such a child and and Sailor Moon's like, what? What do you mean you're not a child? And she's like, no, because I have experienced, uh, I know how it feels to be in a grown-up love, which is just a phrase I never wanted to hear her say. Oh, no. What does and, that mean? And Sailor Moon's like, what? 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 Who is it? And then she's like, you know, better not be Tuxedo Masker or, or, or Motoki. And she's like, no, didn't I tell you? It's a grown-up love. And you're like, oh, my God, you're freaking me out. <laughs> And then she's like, it's Mr. Sanjoin or Sanjoin-sama. And then she's like, I know he's a little older, but age means nothing if there's love. And I was just like, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Age means a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, age means a lot when you're a child or very close to being. (laughs) Never mind. So, Um, I mean, she did say a little older, so maybe he's not meant to come off as like. 35 but that's definitely how it comes off to me but i feel like they just proved how much older he is because remember darian sailor moon's concern yeah and darian and andrew she was like they're too young yeah no one went darian's older yeah 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 you're right they literally didn't this she said no it's a grown-up love so yeah that's what i feel i I just get the vibes he's not a little older he's a lot older he owns a mansion (laughs) And a tennis player. <laughs> and a tennis player. She's just alone in the mansion, just serving. <laughs> That's where she's been all this time. <laughs> she's just stuck there. Just playing tennis. Uh yeah, so so yeah, and then Sailor Moon does do the whole he he's a bad guy, uh, he's bad news. Cause she's actually genuinely concerned. This is the first time she's heard that Molly likes the guy that she knows is Nephrite. And so she's right. like, oh shit, Molly, he's bad news. And Molly's kind of pissed about that. She's like, I knew you wouldn't get it. I shouldn't have told you at all. And then we cut to Sailor Moon, like genuinely concerned, talking to the Sailor Scouts, like, uh, this is concerning. What do we do? Yeah. 
And this scene, I f- they have to have changed something because it didn't really make sense. So they're talking about what they should do. Um, and they're like, yeah, he's a bad guy. Amy is saying that maybe we should just wait and see what happens because, you know, she's a little bit more con- on the conservative side um, of, like, observation and whatever because maybe something won't happen. And then they're like, no, we really need to talk to her. And then Seri- this is where it gets weird. Serena starts saying, well – She's my friend, so I should be the one to talk to her. And then she starts this weird coughing stuff. Well, she's my friend, so I I think it should be left up to me how to handle the situation. (coughs) Too bad we have to leave anything up to Serena. And it doesn't make sense. And so I was thinking that that's probably not the punchline. It was just strange. And then that's it. Like, that's the end of the scene. I think maybe they just delivered it weird. Because, yeah, basically the same thing is uh ray's like we gotta go talk to her right now and tell her everything and serena's kind of concerned both like i I want my friend to know the danger but also like i don't want to hurt her feelings she really cares um and then amy's like maybe we should just wait and see what happens like you know maybe it'll kind of resolve itself and yeah and then serena and they're like oh maybe we should talk to her and serena goes well i'll take care of it and she's like because i am amazing and she bangs herself on the chest and then starts coughing (laughs) and then luna's just like wow (laughs) And it was, it was pretty cute, actually. It was well-delivered in the sub. I wonder why they would change she's like, it. I got this. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like they just maybe didn't deliver it correctly or something. Yeah, like she just starts coughing after like a total normal delivery of, well, she's my friend, so it should be up to me to talk to her. <coughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. Deke, explain yourself. Yes. Deke, and Deke is here with me. <laughs> They're going to explain themselves. <laughs> Who do we have in the room? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Some people keep tennis players in their spare room. Some people keep Deke. <laughs> I keep the entire corporation of Deke right here in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I am 35. That's about the time you start having a mansion. <laughs> Okay, so now we are moving on to the Negaverse. And again, sometimes Deke will like recut and reorganize these scenes. Yeah. So this might not be the next scene um, in the sub, but basically, Nef- and this I thought was hilarious because it cuts to Beryl, you know, with her hands like on her orb, and she goes, Nephrite's been ignoring all of my summons. And it just felt like he's ignoring her calls. Oh my gosh, what a mood. <laughs> Where is that wastrel Nephrite? I've been calling him for hours and hours, but he ignores my summons. Neflight will soon experience my displeasure. And they did they did do that in the in the sub. We have Beryl going, where is Nephrite gone? He doesn't he hasn't shown up no matter how many times I've called. And then like her power is spiraling out, and everyone's like, oh my god, Beryl's angry. This is really scary. And Zoocyte's sitting there being like smug and like has like, the creepiest evil face Zoocyte's yeah. worn yet. Yeah, she does. And then we cut to Nephrite's mansion. Yeah, so Zoocyte does have a inner monologue going of how he's basically digging his own grave uh yeah. and like his time is coming to pass and then she has her and again in the dub they've turned her into a woman whereas in the sub it's yeah a man. so i'll say he you'll say she yeah. we'll get confused it'll be fine it's great. 
So there's something about this voice actor who, and, and I've noticed this a lot in like several dubs where they force a laugh because they're supposed to be laughing evilly, right? And of course you're forcing it because you're a voice actor, but the way that voice site does it sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> Neflight is devising his own destruction. What a pity. <laughs> Sounds like she <laughs> she's not struggling a little. Effect, I feel like I actually already just did it better. <laughs> I was like gonna say that, that wasn't too bad. There was like a little pause in the middle where you like had to pick up your momentum again. Yeah. It's, what it's, am I doing? Right, an evil laugh. Yeah, it sounds it's more like it starts like <laughs> and then she gets into it. <laughs> okay, I like that a lot. Yeah. It's all of them for all of her laughs. Uh, I also thought it was interesting. So Zoisite does say she's she's annoyed that Nephrite is looking for the Silver Moon Crystal or whatever it's called. Imperium Crystal, I think, in the sub. Silver Moon Crystal in the dub. And so I just find it strange how possessive she is of her own job. Because that's her job. She gets, like, really butthurt about it. Mm -hmm. So then we are now at the mansion. This uh, Nephrite gets, he consults the stars and is given a weird black crystal that I do not understand the significance or purpose of because it is never explained. <laughs> <laughs> the dub doesn't like to explain things. They either over explain or they like yeah. accidentally cut the explanation out. Yeah, so please, uh, pray tell, explain this crystal to me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so when we cut to the mansion, Zoocyte actually turns up to harass uh, Nephrite. Or Nephrite is saying, I don't have time to gather energy anymore. And he goes, I have to obtain that item by giving up the celestial orb, which they literally never explain. I thought it was going to make sense later. I wrote it down. I don't fucking know. I don't know what item he's either means the dark crystal or the silver crystal, but I don't know what the celestial orb is. So I was like, I don't know what's happening. So anyways, he's, he's like, no time for gathering energy. I got to obtain an item. I got to give up the celestial orb. Zoocyte shows up to taunt him in his mansion, which I always love when they, yeah. when he does that. Um, and he's like, Kunzite told you to spy on me, didn't he? And this is where I realized that he's called a Kunzite and Malachite, like depending on the dub or the sub, I think. Yeah. But Zoocyte's boss guy that we met last episode, Kunzite in the sub, I think he was Malachite in the dub. Yes. Why Could would they wrong. change that? I don't know. I mean, they did also change Nephrite to Nephlite, which is like, Weird. I get why they did it, but like, that's not what the name of the stone is. So I don't know. I also don't get why they did it. Wait, I don't get at all why they changed it to Nephlite, because that makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that, like, transliterating it is tricky because of the RL thing. But, like, also, like, it's an English word. Like, we know what it's supposed to be. <laughs> right. Especially when you already have the pattern established with Jedite, which is another stone, right? Yeah. So, so I don't know why they changed it. We'll have to see if we can find out why they changed Kunzite's name. Someone yeah. Google. Why did they change Kunzite? <laughs> we'll get back to that. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then... And then he's like, actually, I'm looking for the silver crystal now. He's like, haha, and I'm going to find it before you and rub it in your face. And so it's like, hey, that's my job. And I think it was clearer to me in this sub that that more like Zoicite's like, if you do my job for me, then I'm going to be the one in trouble and I'm going to be the useless one. Um, and Nefret's like, mwahaha. <laughs> <laughs> Nefret's like, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I don't give a shit. That's a way better interaction. Yeah. So then he goes and he talks to the stars and he summons the dark crystal based on like the alignment of the stars. And he says, the dark crystal will guide me to the silver crystal. So this is the function of the dark crystal. It's going to be able to locate the silver crystal. And then he's holding the dark crystal, which is basically like a large black quartz point. And it starts glowing blue and he sees Molly's face and he's like, oh my God, Molly has the silver crystal, which is going to turn out to be totally wrong. But yeah, <laughs> the dark crystal turns out to be kind of bunk anyway. So he's like, ah, I got to go get it from Molly. I have two, two comments. So the first one kind of rolling back to their interaction in the sub it makes so much more sense how they've built up this conflict between these two characters. Like they actually have something they've got stakes on either side. Cause Nephrite's about to yeah. kick it. And um, obviously yeah. Zoysite is worried about the same thing. And so that's why that makes way more sense now that he's like, okay, but that's my job. Yeah. Them competing for like power. Yeah. Whereas in the dub, they're very much playing it. Like Zoysite is very much giving me kind of, redheaded stepchild vibes where <laughs> it's like he, she's like a kid getting underfoot or something and just like you know jabbing him and then that's it like you, you don't really understand why they're like this there's no explanation there's no stakes really the second thing I was gonna say is that when he pulled that crystal okay I also just have a question about like how come nobody if this thing can point the way to this crystal why haven't they been doing it the whole time right oh my god i i mean to be fair he did say like the alignment of mars and neptune and stuff have to be correct so i guess it was just like stars can't do it kind of moment <laughs> yeah convenient but the crystal just looked like something straight out of a youtube tarot reader's desk where they just have yeah like i was like this is just like a quartz point that has been painted black yeah so it shows him molly oh and in the dub he goes molly <laughs> This will be my guide to the crystal. Huh? Can it possibly be that Molly is the key to finding it? <laughs> Every time I try to do his voice, I end up coughing. So now we've cut to Zoysite is meeting up with Malachite slash Kunzite. Uh, I, f I will forever know him as Malachite in my head. And Malachite just yeah, sounds sexier too. to me because, oh my it God. It does. Maybe that's why they changed it. Yeah. <laughs> For children <laughs> to make it a sexier name. <laughs> and in this scene, so Malachite's got this long flowing white hair and Zoysite's cuddled up next to him. And I've noticed that Malachite's shirt is unbuttoned all the way down. <laughs> So it's just I, did not that. I wrote it down because it's completely unbuttoned. I was like, oh my God, okay. And I don't fully understand their conversation because she's she's just explaining to him something about the silver moon crystal. And then out of nowhere, he goes, Yasha, did you get that? And there's like a little voice in the corner and there's like a little, the shadow of a monster who's obviously going to be involved later in the episode. And I don't understand it was not explained what the purpose of this monster is or anything. Oh, Malachite, I despise him so much. <laughs> Don't let him bother you, Sozo Oh, but if he finds the crystal, 
If Nephlate actually finds it, which I doubt, we'll take it from him. Oh, Malachite, you're wonderful. Meanwhile, make sure Yasha watches him very carefully. Yasha, you heard him. Obey Lord Malachite. I heard, and I will obey him. why Deke just can't fucking like make a translation that makes sense so very often they're like I I was watching the scene and I will say I was thinking about that a they'd had to, it does come it's very gay yeah <laughs> and that they'd been like no it's a girl it's fine but I was thinking about that one Russian translation where they made them brothers and it was like because <laughs> like Zobosite like rubs his face on Kunzite's glove like nuzzles it and it was like that's not a very brotherly gesture i was no, like i can't believe pretty, they made them brothers. pretty high on the romantic subtext um but yeah so so basically yeah the, zoocytes real upset she's like nephrit or he i don't even i can't keep track he's like nephrit's gonna mess up my job like oh nephrit's terrible and kunzite's like just wait it's all gonna work out because he's on the outs and then kunzite says have a monster keep an eye on nephrit and Zoosite goes, okay, Yasha, go do it. And we already had Nephrite say that Kunzite asked Zoosite to spy on him. So, like, yeah, they're spying on him again. Yeah. And Yasha's going to go try to find him and, like, get the crystal before he can get to it. Like, once he leads Yasha to the crystal. So, on second thought, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible mm -hmm. that I was just distracted by Malachite's unbuttoned shirt. <laughs> I mean, it was very distracting. <laughs> missed what they were talking about i was thinking about the main brothers <laughs> like okay that's a vibe so now we are cutting to serena who and this whole sequence of events feels very confusing to me so she is outside of molly's door and is trying to psych herself up to ring the doorbell to talk to molly and luna's there and being a jerk, of course, that she can't do it and, you know, just dumping on her. And then Serena goes, you know, maybe I should go ask Andrew's advice and then I can play a few games while I'm there. And so then she goes to the, I keep wanting to call it the GameStop, but it's not a GameStop. It's a Game Center. <laughs> so she sees that he is helping another young woman play a game and then she starts spiraling internally and on her face about oh my god does he have a girlfriend is, is she cuter than me is blah, blah blah because she's got a crush on him and then of course darian just come like hovers just walks straight up behind her and is making fun of her and says hey andrew you better come give serena some attention before she explodes or something like yes. that. Darian came up behind her. I like that Darian goes, yo, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> that's really, that's so um, cute. Yeah, like <laughs> in English, you go, yo. <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah, he's like, come over. She's getting all, I can't what he said, puffy with jealousy or something like that. She's getting all puffy. She's like, I'm not puffy. <laughs> that's so and cute. then um, yeah, and what I love too was that Andrew invites Serena for coffee and Darian goes, I'll come too. And Serena's like, what? And then Andrew's like, that's a great idea. And Serena's like, yeah, great idea. <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> and they all go to coffee together. And this next part was cute. Yeah, it was cute. But I'm also just reeling from, I would never go to boys for romance advice. <laughs> I mean, she's sort of going to an adult. <laughs> That's true. I guess it's the closest thing. So she yeah. explains the she's explained the whole thing. They're sitting at this cute little coffee shop thing, and she's explained the situation. 
And Andrew gives the same advice as Amy did and says, you know, well, maybe you should just wait and see. And then Darian comes in, comes through with the good advice where he says, you know, you probably if this is really dangerous, you need to go talk to her and just, yeah, she might be upset, but you just need to talk to her. And I was like, dang, Darian. I noticed that, that they mirrored the Sailor Scouts because Matoki said, maybe wait and see. And Darian said, you need to have the courage to tell her the truth. And then Matoki actually was like, yeah, I think Darian's right. He changed he changed his answer, yeah. which I thought was interesting. But yeah, they literally mirror Mercury and Ray, which is fascinating. Yeah. Also more for our Ray shipping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ray, what if, okay, what if Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Mars are actually two halves of the same person? And so, <laughs> wow. At some point they merge together and then now we have the perfect love interest for, I guess that's Saya. I like it. Or, you know, let's just have our poly threesome here. I don't oh, know. I feel true. bad saying threesome with high schoolers involved. Oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> poly thruple. Yeah, thruple. What do they call it? There's a, a polycule. Polycule. <laughs> I don't think that they would work as a thruple, to be honest. I mean, probably not, no. Yeah. I Because you said that you were thinking about Darian being Rey, I actually was reminded of our weird pet theory about Motoki being Jedi Reborn, and I thought that it worked here because he's, again, like, I don't really know what to do about romance. Like, just wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, no, never mind. Darian probably has better advice. <laughs> so this is just yeah. Jedi, Jedi, like, I don't fucking know. Why are you asking me for romantic right. <laughs> The resident asexuals like, uh, <laughs> avoid. Yeah. Um, I also think that this is a really cute scene because, you know, again, Serena and Darian are mm -hmm. still kind of at odds there, but this is the beginning. This is their kind of enemies to lovers, uh, yeah. trope or arc. And so the, it's, I love those moments where one person starts to see like a really whole other side of this other person that they kind of had already judged, had already thought was one way. And then now she's seeing, oh, he's actually kind of wise in some ways. Like, yeah, he's kind yeah. of a dick, but. Well, and I think he gets to see her here being pretty seriously concerned about a friend and about, and I, I don't know. I thought that she also came off really well in this conversation. Yeah. So well, she doesn't me. usually come off well in the dub. <laughs> she just sounds true. like obnoxious um so it was a sweet oh the end of this was cute yeah so this i'm not sure if this was changed or if it just again is delivered strangely but after there they make some joke where she just starts ordering a whole bunch of food because she goes oh and now well now i'm hungry and she's is ordering hamburgers and pizza and all this stuff great advice it made me hungry waiter bring me a double bacon cheeseburger and a jumbo chocolate shake Got any money on you, huh? Not that much. Gee, I really don't think that's gonna fill the void. Uh, pepperoni pizza, too! <laughs> and the two boys are like, oh my god, we're gonna have to pay for this. That's a lot of food. And then that was the joke. And I was wondering if it was different. Which is so funny, because I actually, they had sort of an unexpected ending to this joke that I actually thought was surprising, but I liked it. Which is, yeah, she suddenly, she's like, well, I feel better. And she starts ordering a whole bunch of food. And uh, Darian looks at, you know, Matoki, Andrew, and goes, uh, do you have enough to pay for this? <laughs> and he's like, I think I have just enough. And then Serena goes, no, don't worry about it. It's my treat. And then she, she orders some more food. And I was like, that's honestly really sweet. Because they helped her. So she's going to pay for it. Also, with yeah. what money? 
I don't know where I, I was. I was like waiting for the end of the joke to be that she didn't actually have any money, but like they didn't do that. So I was like, I don't know. It was kind of cute. Maybe her dad made a lot of money off of some photos from the Princess Diamond incident. I mean, we do get the idea that she's given money. She just spends it really fast. So oh, that's true. she might currently have her allowance. Probably on it. stuff like this. Once again, Deke uh, takes a joke and like just strips all the heart out of it and the cuteness. So now, <laughs> and I've actually got a little bit of trivia on this scene. Um, so Serena goes back to Molly's house, rings the doorbell, Molly opens the door, and then Serena launches into this really long speech. Coming! Hi, Serena! What's the matter? Now, listen, huh? I racked up every ounce of courage that I had to come tell you that that Maxfield is like very, very bad for you. In fact, he's a very, very wicked guy. He isn't even human. This crush of yours will only lead to a very great disaster. So wipe him from your mind, please. Just forget about him, Molly. And understand, I'm telling you this for your very, very own good. But Serena! Bye-bye, Molly. Have a nice day. And then she runs away. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's just standing there. That. Like, what? Yeah. And the trivia that I had for this, uh, according to the wiki, was that this so this episode contains Serena's speech to Molly about how evil Nephlite is, and a common meme is being able to recite this speech in one breath because that's how she delivers it. Okay. It, that is a very quotable speech. Yeah. I would like to learn to quote that speech. Yeah. And it's very similar to the Japanese, although I think it's funnier in the oh, American, really? honestly. Uh -oh. Like, I don't know, partly just because the American dub is, like, funnier in, like, the, like, so weird turn of phrase. So yeah. I think it's maybe more sincere in the American, but it's funnier. Or sorry, sincere in the Japanese, but mm. it's funnier in the American. Yeah. So basically, she says the same stuff. Um, there was a part where she goes, he's a monster. And she goes, oh, shoot, I didn't mean to say that. Um, <laughs> I love that. Because I was like, oh, we're just going to say that he's a monster, that he's an alien now? Yeah. We're just saying that to civilians exactly so i like you know that they they stopped and acknowledged that but yeah she gets the whole thing and then she says something like you get it and molly goes uh what and then yeah and then she turns and she's like good that's all i wanted to say and she leaves <laughs> and molly's just like what wait hang on <laughs> and it was very cute but yeah very similar vibes oh, and man. what i love is right after this or shortly after this, Luna is like, so did you convince her? And Sailor Moon's like, oh, shoot, was I supposed to convince her? <laughs> she's like, did you just tell her and run away? <laughs> she's like, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the dub, of course, they made Luna way meaner. I do think it's funny that Luna does know her pretty well and says, did you just dump that info and run? And Serena's like, yes. Luna says, what did she say to that? And then Serena goes, oh... <laughs> <laughs> so yep she didn't stick around right that was the goal she's she's so keyed up to give her courage yeah. speech she was outside ahead of time going be brave be brave be brave oh so cute and that's oh, so honey. true though when you're trying to gather courage to be confrontational especially if, especially if you're not confrontational no matter how mild the confrontation is you have it so built up in your head that you just kind of forget mm -hmm. about the other half of the equation because you're trying to get what you're, <laughs> you're not now. listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, oh, cute. and, and this is a scene that just like, it just sets off my mama bear 
like radar. <laughs> yeah, this scene, they were playing creepy music during this scene. They knew this scene was supposed to be creepy. Yeah. Like, we're all like, ah. Even the lighting, the lighting looked very pink noir in a way. Yeah, it was, it was concerned. So she's gone back inside and she's kind of mulling over, excuse me, what Serena has just dumped on her and going, well, he can't be that bad of a man. He's not that bad. And meanwhile, they're showing these uh, images of him from her memory where his his smile just looks so evil. <laughs> but he can't oh, no. be that bad of a man. Oh, no. And then the phone rings and her mom goes, uh, Molly, there's somebody for you on the phone. It's a Maxfield Stanton. <laughs> just like, if I was her mom and it's late at night, in a man's voice and introduces himself as Maxfield Stanton. I'm not handing that to my daughter. I thought about that too. Because I, in the Japanese, she says, you've got a call from someone named Sanjoin, which sounds a lot more innocuous. Mm-hmm. But like, also like, like you said, like, isn't it a man's voice on the phone? Like, I'd be a little concerned, but whatever. And Molly goes, oh, our minds are connected and goes and answers the phone. <laughs> in the dub it's more like oh he is a good man because he remembered to call her i guess the the standards are so low the bar is very low yes so and then this is the part (laughs) i just wrote an equation down because i wrote grown man (laughs) plus late night plus park question mark (laughs) man when they said park like every alarm in my head goes off because you only hear molly's side of the phone call but it's basically oh you want me to come to the park yeah awesome molly telephone it's someone named maxfield oh i knew we were meant for each other yeah maxfield i know mckenna park it's around the corner i'm going out for a while what now Creepy. Very oh, creepy. Like, go to the park at night alone and meet this grown man. <laughs> also, Molly, literally the last time you went somewhere alone to meet this man, you got attacked. Even if you don't remember it was this man, like, I feel like you should remember that you got attacked and be like, I should not go somewhere alone. I should ask him to come to my house or something. She was in the hospital from that. Yeah. I don't remember if we made that up or if that actually happened, but yeah. <laughs> it happens in the dub for sure. They definitely mention it in the dub. After she goes running out the door, she's like, mom, I got to go somewhere. Bye. And does not tell her mom where she's going. Yeah. And the mom, they like they just hold on the mom's face and she looks very concerned, yeah. which is like, yeah. So I appreciated be. that. I hope that she, that the mom has learned her lesson about letting her daughter get on late night phone calls with grown ass men. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think I would let my daughter get on the phone call because I wouldn't expect her to go running out the door. Yeah. It is strange that she doesn't go after her i suppose she does later but we'll get to that i, I was a little yeah. even later when she goes running after her, she doesn't run very far after her she's just like well i guess i lost her yeah <laughs> well, you didn't even try in the dub she says what this late at night and i'm just thinking go get her it's midnight yeah exactly why are you letting her follow her go or go with her you know right yeah uh-huh. who is this who is this maxfield stanton Anyway. Molly, stop. Tell me where you're going. Yes, exactly. Tell me how long you're going to be gone. Tell me who's going to be there. Right. Now we're on the park bench. 
And this conversation, I don't know how it goes in the sub, of course. Ooh, it's so group. It's so creepy. Yeah. In the dub, they definitely go for like manipulation 101, where it's very much the <clears throat> I'm just uh I've come to tell you that I've got to say goodbye, but it's very much like a, oh, I've got to say goodbye because I'm just too dangerous for you. I've got these bad people after me and I don't want to get you involved. You know, everything that's just geared, it's just like a little lure for curious young people with big hearts to be like, oh no, how can I help you? Oh, how can I help? I want to latch on harder, and which is exactly what happens. And so he tells her about the silver crystal and that he knows it and then she flashes back so remember molly's mom owns a jewelry store and so she flashes back to a very special and expensive jewel that her mom is locked away and so she thinks well that must be it and that's why he's talking to me so she she goes hold right there i'll, I'll go get it for you and runs off and then we have this really weird literal freeze frame on Nephrite's face as she's running off. And I think he's laughing. I can't quite remember, but I was wondering if anything was cut or changed during this. Well, something they might've cut, or maybe you just didn't mention it, but it really stood out to me was that all during the conversation, they keep showing next to them a blue light with moths, orange moths yeah. fluttering at the blue light. And the orange moths are Molly's color blue. We've seen it on his crystal and stuff. And then literally as she runs off, one of the moths flies up into the flame, catches on fire, and dies. They cut that. <gasps> and that was very pointed about what just happened. She was lured to the light that killed her. That's so good. Why would they? Right? So when you, when you didn't mention it, I was like, I think they cut that. <laughs> That's why they froze on his face. So they were showing the moths. But they just, yeah. I, it felt more just they like, didn't oh, show this that last. Maybe they, they couldn't show a moth getting killed. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking this through. Deke is like, children can't see moths catch on fire. Didn't we, growing up in the South, make a game of listening to the mosquitoes get zapped and stuff anyway during the summer? Right? So. Exactly. I was, I was, uh, okay, that, that's very weird to me that they cut that. Yeah. And the, the conversation sounds like it was really similar. I will say that he, both definitely was gaslighting her, but he honestly like was fairly convincing about it. Mm. Even to the point when he first started talking, I was like, what's going on with this conversation? And then I was like, oh, I see what he's doing. Um, but yeah, it's the whole like, I have to go away. But then he's like, yeah, if only I had the silver crystal. No, no, I shouldn't say anything. And then she's like, I'll go get it. <laughs> oh, <that's> so <laughs> creepy. I feel like they could have, they could have played that up a little bit more ridiculous in the Deke without it being... Uh, romantic because it, it almost was still too romantic for me and I feel like I mean I kind of liked it because I think that's the point is that yeah. like he's very convincing he's very romantic he's saying he like I really am gonna miss you I don't know it really it was very well with the mods like I think I think bringing that mods in really showed how this very attractive thing is a trap yeah yeah and I think that that would have served the lesson better because in the deke they they really cut out a lot of danger, danger where they really are just making it seem like it's a kind of a cute crush. Sometimes they can't really decide, right? Because sometimes it's like, mm -hmm. this is a grown ass man. This is dangerous. And then sometimes they're like, well, it's, you know, they're fine. They're meant to be. 
crush. I feel like sometimes they soften things in places they shouldn't soften them for the message yeah. that's trying to be told. Like, if you're going to do this story about, like, the dangers of, like, like, it's almost, like, worse when you start softening the message yes. about the danger. Because it's like, hang on. Well, now the message is lost, right? Because now it's just... Yeah. Now it's just a weird gaslighting conversation that's not pointed out to be dangerous and she's just running to help yes. the guy that she has a crush on which isn't inherently a bad thing aside from the part where the way that she's going to help him is to break into her mom's jewelry store and steal that crystal <laughs> yeah that she's like it's probably the silver crystal yeah I, what if it was though what if it was just that easy <laughs> that would have been so funny by the way can i say that like they set up molly's mom having the jewelry store in like the first episode yeah. it was one of the very first plots when molly's mom got turned evil or whatever or replaced by an evil person i love that they actually like did something like like plot wise that was set up in advance which mm -hmm. is like yeah it makes sense that she might somehow have this crystal because her mom is like a jewelry owner and you're right. like I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Otherwise, you'd be like, where would, why, why, what, where? Exactly. It would have come out of nowhere. And I I feel like that's just a really good example of setup and payoff where, I mean, it totally could just be for the convenience of like one episode, but I love that they've been able to use it because they use it that first episode, I believe. They use it with the Princess Diamond episode recently. And then now this one. So like they've gotten a lot of mileage off. And of even the this. whole arc with Molly, they've set up in advance. Yeah. I agree. I think I think it's um it I think it was probably somewhat accidental when they originally gave them on the jewelry store, but like they managed to pull it back in in a way that was yeah. really smart. Yeah, Molly's breaking into the store. Mm -hmm. Her mom walks in on her. There it is. Oh it's beautiful. Who's there? Oh, what are you doing? Molly? Oh, what are you doing, Molly? Oh, tell me, Mother. Forgive me. Molly, wait. Oh, Molly, what's wrong? <laughs> Just run. <laughs> I forgot this was all happening in a Brooklyn accent. Okay, that's so much funnier. It's, oh, the drama of that scene. I want to hear Nephrite's evil, strong, bad, fake, seductive voice, and Molly's Brooklyn accent have a serious conversation. Oh, no, I gotta help him. <laughs> it's kind of how it goes. Oh, my God. Oh, I must. I need to go. I must say goodbye to you. Oh, how do I help oh him God. with these people after him? But... <laughs> <laughs> realized they were wearing clown hats the whole time <laughs> like, I'm oh, well i will say her brooklyn accent felt very subdued this episode actually it didn't sound as brash as it usually does i didn't really write down what happens next but she brings the crystal back to him I think he tests the crystal with the, this is where I was like, is this what the crystal's for? You just like knock it against random stones to see if it's the right crystal and doesn't do anything, but it's picking up something from her, which wasn't, I, I didn't fully understand. This is where Luna and Serena, oh, yeah. who have come to check on Molly, run into the mom, Molly's mom. And uh, the mom's like, have you seen my daughter? And they're like, no, where is she? And she's like, I don't know. She got a call from someone named 
Maxfield Stanton. Maxfield, whoever it was. <laughs> yeah, and Serena's like, oh my god, he's a really bad guy. And she's like, I'll help you look for him. And so they, they go running off to look for Molly. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. And then Serena, Luna's like, transform, transform. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that got my heart going. I was like, oh, I'm anxious. Um, but yeah, so meanwhile, cut to Molly has given Nephrite the crystal. And he's using his dark crystal to to check it because it's supposed to be the silver crystal. It's supposed to react to the silver crystal, but it doesn't react. And he's like, uh-oh. Meanwhile, in the background, though, Molly's so happy. She's like, oh, I was able to help him. I'm so glad. And the crystal reacts to that. And it starts glowing really bright. And he goes, the crystal's reacting to her. And it's going to come up later that the crystal also reacts to positive energy or love energy or something like that. Um, which I was like, makes it probably, well, actually, I was going to say makes it very bad for searching for the silver crystal, but I suspect it's going to be something like the silver crystal is made of love or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, so. It's going to eventually come says up. Sailor Moon. <laughs> and we also see Yasha watching and the monster Yasha sees that the crystal reacts as well. Uh, and now the Sailor Scout, oh no, Sailor Moon shows up, right? Right. So before we jump into that, so in the tub... They just, wow, they didn't explain that at all, or they messed around with some of the cuts, so it didn't really make sense that it was connecting to her positive energy. And the thing that he says is, oh, it's reacting to Molly, as if, like, there's something yes. inside of her, which yes. is he hasn't not figured quite... figured that out yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, so he hasn't figured it out yet. He's going to say the positive thing later, but at this point, uh, he's just like, it's reacting to Molly. So he hasn't figured out why. So then we have another stranger danger part where he tries to take her to a second location <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that he takes her arm because he's he's like he's like i gotta study this girl or something yeah. creepy like that and then he tries to like lure her away yeah, and i was just like never go to a second location never <laughs> i mean no one knows where the first location is so. i mean yeah so then sailor moon i would i would imagine he was going to take her to the mansion um that was my guess too i, yeah. I thought mansion Put so, her with a tennis player. <laughs> She's like, why is my sister here? <laughs> <laughs> so then Sailor Moon stops them from going to a second location. And uh, she's saying that this scene was interesting to me because Molly starts arguing with her because Sailor Moon is saying, hey, step away from that man. He's evil. He's going to hurt you. And Molly just starts arguing with her. No, he would never do that. He's not evil, blah, blah, blah. And then Nephrite just immediately starts throwing balls of energy at Sailor Moon and like knocking her around. And I was like, way to prove her point. No, at no point is Molly looking like she's doubting any of this. She's already fully bought in. And then I just have to make a comment about the voice actor doing Nephrite is that whenever <laughs> whenever he throws a ball of energy it sounds like he's taking a particularly rough shit <laughs> I know him you got it all wrong say it isn't true no! ah! I asked for power from the stars oh. you're finished Sailor Moon throwing a ball he's going <laughs> but yeah he immediately starts attacking sailor moon mm -hmm. i love that molly was like 
Sailor Moon? What are you doing here? And Sailor Moon's like, he's an evil niggaverse criminal. And Molly's just like, what the fuck? What? What? No, that sounds wrong. Why are you talking to my boyfriend like that? Also, I love that once again, we see that these negaverse people, like the main guys, have some crazy powers that they will just suddenly pull out. And you're like, why are you using monsters all this time? Right. He's like blasting energy at her. He called down like a meteor shower at her. She's running around wow. screaming and crying because she's over And you're just like, yeah, he's so powerful. <laughs> but Mars and Mercury show up. I do love it when they kind of speed up a little bit their fight scenes. So like now we don't have to take as much time to explain the bubbles thing where it, she just throws it. And then all of a sudden he goes, why can't I see anything? And then we cut quickly to Mars throwing her shit. And then, because I think they happened at the same time. Yeah. I think they, I don't know. I kind of take back what I said. It felt like it was faster. Oh, like it was. Like, yeah. You know? No, it, it, it is like they're, they're cooperating. They're doing yeah. their thing. And then Molly's concerned. And he's like, you're still here. And I'm like, <laughs> I he doesn't get it. So I just love that you're still here. So confused. Uh, maybe he's aromantic. Like Jedi is asexual. And maybe. He, oh, and yeah, aromantic. maybe. So he just doesn't get it at all. So then Sailor Moon throws her tiara at him, but Molly steps in front of him and says that she's not going to let him hurt. And Sailor Moon goes, oh, stop, Tiara, stop, Tiara. And then it stops. And then she's shocked that it worked. And so it just clatters to the ground. It was amazing yeah sailor moon does your tiara attack to kill nephrite or whatever and molly jumps in front and everyone like the screen goes red yeah. we cut through like horrified faces of ray and mercury and sailor moon and i think maybe nephrite because they're all like oh my god molly's gonna die yeah. and sailor moon's like no like you said she's like no and she manages to stop her tiara seems really surprised which is interesting because we've literally seen her like move her tiara around in the air before but i don't think she's ever stopped i guess it, she didn't know she could do that that's true. She didn't know she could do that. Um, I was shocked. Uh, and Nephrite is bewildered. Is this where she's just like, no, I'd rather die than let you kill him or whatever. I'll protect him with my life. Oh, yeah. They didn't say I would rather die, but it, it's very much a, I'll protect him with my life. Don't, you know. <laughs> and then like first of all okay so she's standing there arms outstretched saving him and then just his little face is just right behind her peeking out from behind her skirts and i just thought that was a really funny image of a grown man hiding behind a literal child <laughs> she's pretty impressive right now though she's got yeah. some like badass on her face yeah i love her and she starts crying she's like it's because i love him so when she's like i love him or whatever the dark crystal starts glowing really really bright and the Yasha monster notices this. And also Nephrite goes, oh, it reacts not just to the silver crystal, but to kind hearts. Does Is this honestly because she loves me or whatever? Um, but uh, Yasha goes for the black crystal, I think. Yeah. Because Yasha thinks the, because the black crystal is glowing now silver because of the love. Oh. And the monster tries to get the black crystal and Nephrite drops it and Molly picks it up. And then ne the monster attacks Molly. And Nephrite goes, Naruchan. And I can't remember. He protects her in some way. Does yeah, he use a blast? Her. I think it's a power blast. So. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So it was like this confusion with the one monster thinking the, the dark crystal is the bad thing and him thinking Molly. And it's just like, it, it wasn't like, 
I can see that if you don't translate that carefully, you're not going to know what just happened because yeah. it was a little hard to parse. It was a little bit confusing and it, it felt like we were also missing some frames because then we cut to Molly's passed out in Sailor Moon's lap, I think. Either Sailor Moon or one of the other <laughs> no. spots. Yeah, so I'm just like missing stuff. I will stuff. say, yeah, so when he protects her, the screen goes instead of red, it goes blue this time and Sailor Moon's clearly like, whoa, he just protected Molly. And Molly's like, whoa. And then she passes out for no reason because oh. she's Molly, I guess. And this is just the point in the series where Molly's pass out. Yeah, I was like, I wrote Molly passes out, lol. <laughs> <laughs> and then the monster starts attacking Nephrite and it has horns that spin like drills. Ooh, that's cool. I didn't notice that they spun. Yeah, I mostly just wrote, why is Molly passed out? Because I was con- we missed right that happened like there's no explanation for why she just it's the time when it would be convenient for her to not be conscious anymore yeah sailor moon shoots out her tiara and kills the monster which notably she does it while it's attacking nephrite so sailor moon actually saves nephrite that's true or at least protects nephrite which i thought was interesting and then he just like hangs out with them for a minute over standing over <laughs> it was really Molly. interesting yeah. he puts the fake silver so yeah we cut to molly's unconscious in sailor moon's lap the like scouts are standing around and nephrite comes over and like puts the silver crystal back into molly's unconscious hand which was like oh i didn't notice huh. that. he just gives it to yeah. her <laughs> yeah he gives he it back need, i thought he would need that well it's not a real it's not the real silver crystal. oh no he t- he takes the silver crystal that she stole not the one not the black yeah the, one. the fake okay. silver crystal yeah, no yeah. not the black crystal he doesn't give the black cute. crystal yeah that he gives it back hey my favorite line real fast when sailor moon shows up and finds molly with nephrite no yes i'm forgetting his name <laughs> she says you're during her speech you know the moon will punish you or whatever she says you're under arrest for romance scam charges <laughs> 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 I love that. Oh, I love don't it. Play with our heart. The romance scam. Yeah, Sailor Moon will come for you if you play with hearts. The ending of this was interesting. So again, I want to hear how the dub did the yeah. ending. So so now this is the last frame or whatever. So Sailor Moon clasps her hands and looks up to the stars and says, I wish, I wish upon a star, if Nephrite really cares for Molly, help him conquer the bitterness in his heart. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> kind of. Mixed messages, kind huh? Kind of, yeah. Because um, I-, I would wish upon a star that he doesn't involve Molly at all ever again. Because <laughs> she is a child. Right? Right? Uh, yeah, so he, as he's walking away, sleeping Molly says his name, Sanjoin Sama. And so Sailor Moon sees this and she feels bad. And and then a a shooting star goes across the sky. And so she says, shooting star, hear my wish. If Nephrite really does love Naru, then don't let him do any more evil deeds. And I was thinking about this because I was like, I know he dies next episode. And I know he has a connection to the stars. Uh And I think the stars did grant Sailor Moon's wish. Yeah. Well, because so I don't I, know. It's interesting. I have a feeling he is going to save Molly for real. I think he is. And I think yeah. he's going to die. And I think yeah. he's not going to do any more evil deeds. Yeah. And granted, that does make the whole like grownups are dangerous message a little mixed since yeah. Molly kind of like loved him hard enough to turn him good. But it is very romantic. So <laughs> I'm just, it's just so wildly inappropriate. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, uh, funeral next episode. Wee! <laughs> Would you like to venture a guess on what the sailor says is? And I'll give you a warning. It has two parts. Oh, okay. So literally it's so easy to just be like fucking stranger danger tell people where you're going don't go off with strangers like i mean i know that's not what they're gonna do but that's my guess (laughs) that's what i want them to do right okay that's your guess something about courage to tell your friends tell your friends the truth even when they don't want to hear it i mean that's my other guess yeah you are half right so okay because it's got two parts right and it's wild (laughs) Not as wild as some other ones, but I I literally had to pause it because I was like, what? Telling your friends the truth can be really hard, especially when it's going to hurt their feelings. But it was important to tell Molly because we knew she was in danger. Sometimes you hear gossip about someone and you're told the truth. It's the truth. So you believe it, but it's not right to spread gossip. But you never know if it is true. Yeah. Hang on. I'm like a child. I'm like a child taking notes. I'm like, Sailor Moon, go back. Hang on. Teacher, I have a question. You really? child is like looking at a web of like, if true, do this. If false, do that. If unsure, do this. If that, do this. Do you, do you see why I had to pause? I was like, wait, what? Where did this come from? Because okay. out of okay. nowhere, it's about telling your friends the truth. Sometimes you hear gossip about someone and you're told it's the truth, so you believe it, but it's not right to spread gossip because you never know if it is true or not, and gossip can hurt, so don't be a catty gossip. And Luna goes, now there's some good advice. So literally, they were like, they started out a whole thing about telling your friends when someone was dangerous, and then halfway through, they were like, but what if you gossip gossip is bad like don't spread rumors about people unless your friend is dangerous but only if it's a true rumor but sometimes you don't know if it's true right so just don't wow you're like so don't say anything at all i've never heard someone get distracted from their moral halfway through into like a different moral (laughs) yeah the only the thought process i guess was you know obviously started off good sometimes it's hard to tell your friend the truth and then suddenly they realized well kids might take this too far the other way where they're just constantly telling everything that they've heard but some of that could be gossip so we should make sure that they're not gossiping i noticed that they weirdly hyper focused on the like it's hard to tell your friends the truth but you knew she was in danger and you had to and i'm like i mean i think most children know that if someone's in danger they should tell the truth like that's not actually something children usually struggle with Mm -hmm. so i feel like they could have backed off the moral more to like sometimes it's difficult to tell your friends things like i was like why did they really hyper focus on in this particular situation but it kind of makes sense because then they pivot and they're like don't tell people (laughs) okay guys yeah it's it was rough i had to write it down because this wasn't on the wiki either so i i feel like can i just go in and update the wiki with all the sailor says i was thinking down? every time we write these down we should go edit the wiki for yeah. them so that we help out the next person yeah the next sailor moon podcast yeah exactly the one that comes after us and yeah. surpasses us darn it that's my job i'm gonna be zoocyte <laughs> you can't do that that's my job <laughs> no. That's my job. <laughs> Coon's eyes.
Kunzite. So do we have an activity or would you like to do the laugh? Activity? Oh, was I supposed to come up with an activity? I didn't come up with We an haven't activity. done activities no. in a while. I do want to try the laughs. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been thinking about it. Ooh, okay. So what have you come up with? And here's the thing. I haven't actually tried this laugh, but I was thinking immediately. I was like, I feel like any good villain laugh starts with like a sound. Mm. And I just immediately gravitated to the sound K. Like K, 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 yeah like that and then do sound a little chaotic but i actually now that i'm doing it out loud i kind of like it yeah but can you can you do it deke voice actor where it's like they don't you can kind of tell in their voice that they don't want to be doing this that they feel that it's stupid so it starts off really half-assed let me see Kick, 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 <laughs> all right let's hear yours okay so i think mine is going to be a sound similar to yours but it's going to go for more of a <laughs> but my half-assed version would be <laughs> that's really upsetting <laughs> i feel like there's some version of this where you're like you know that game where it's like take this letter from your name and this letter from your you know birth year and that's your celebrity name or something i feel like we should have like that's your evil laugh like you know the second syllable of your name yeah because if i was to do the the first letter of my last name and a vowel for my first name it would probably be la 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 these are good. I, I think there's a lot of options. I do always like the like evil anime left. It's like, oh, <laughs> the one that kind of like goes up one. and then down. Yeah. <laughs> like evil stepmother laugh is, I think, what that one is. Yeah. But oh, really man. good. I love it. I love the dub laughs. To finish, mm-hmm. if we're ready to finish, I think we're both supposed to name our own Sailor Says. Yes. We are. So let's see. Shall I go first? Yes. Sailor says, never go to a second location. (laughs) That's a very good Sailor says. (laughs) I have sort of a longer one, but this is more of a thought point because I was thinking Mm -hmm. about my Sailor says early because really early on, I was like, man, I have some Sailor says for people. Like (laughs) I need to sit people down. But I realized like last episode, we already did the whole stranger danger thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was like, also, I feel like sometimes we're like telling like kids what to do. I feel like I want to stop and like, let's talk to adults. Yeah. All right, adults. Why did Molly not want to tell her mom what was going on? Like, she thought she'd be told no. She thought she wouldn't be able to do the thing she wanted. Like, I don't know. I think as an adult, cultivating a relationship with the kids in your care where they feel like they can trust you to talk about their problems and they won't just immediately be told no can be really helpful. So sometimes what you can do is even if you know it's a mistake, 
you have to, rather than try to prevent kids from making mistakes, you need to help them make mistakes safely. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not saying let them date the adult, but I am saying like, maybe let them have that phone call in a monitored situation or let them go meet the person in a monitored situation so that they feel like they can talk to you right. about their issues. I don't know. So Sailor Moon set. <laughs> yes. Sum it up for help us. People, I don't know. Help people, help people make mistakes safely or something like that. Yeah. Be, be a safe place. Yeah, because I never would have told her. And actually, you know, Tuxedo Mask, that's, I mean, that's why she's talking to Tuxedo Mask and Andrew is like she didn't feel like she could talk, talk to, to her, her mom. parents. Yeah. Or, and to some extent, even her friends. Well, she did talk to her friends. I forgot about yeah. that. Molly didn't talk to her friends. Molly got immediately told, shot down by Sailor Moon. Yeah. Although, again, Sailor Moon's just trying to give her information. I don't think it was Serena's job. But yeah, yeah it's like, I feel like I know that you had parents that you didn't feel like you could talk to. And I largely felt like I could talk to my parents. Mm -hmm. So to be fair, I never had a lot of like, I was a well-behaved child. Honestly, same. I was such a fucking good kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you, I don't know. We were sneaking you Harry Potter. That's true. <laughs> but that's I don't know if your parents know I did to... that. Oh, I told them eventually okay yeah so that was my sailor moon says it's kind of incoherent but i was like let's stop let's stop telling the kids what to do let's tell right. the adults what to do we're adults let's talk to other adults you can't train a child to be like in a battle of wits i just i just had this thought of like because kids are dumb they're super easy <laughs> i mean that's what you should have said sailor moon says oh i got it that's what my sailor moon says not the whole thing sailor moon says kids are dumb it's the adult's job to provide advice and safety. Because it's so easy to manipulate them. They don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shockingly. The next episode will be called A Friend in Wolf's Clothing, which is what Allison will be That's watching. That's an interesting title. Yeah. And then you're going to watch the episode titled Naru's Tears, Nephrite Dies for Love. Nephrite, No. Yeah, so we'll so, be we'll be celebrating funeral black funeral. <laughs> so, funeral celebration. celebration. We, we had the discussion that we're gonna be like the the rich yeah. ex wife or whatever that's like, hello, officer. Yes, I'm very oh. sad. <laughs> oh, you caught me completely out of the blue with my makeup perfectly. Done. I have a suspicion though that this episode is gonna like make me like. Like never right better. I know. <laughs> I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it. But you know what? It's we'll be able to like him because also he'll be dead, so we won't have to worry that about too. him manipulating I mean, a young girl. It is the <laughs> easiest way to redeem yourself. It's yeah. why they always kill people to redeem them. It's like it's so much easier than having to like deal with the consequences of all your exactly. Actions. Yeah. Who's gonna feed his tennis player? <laughs> <laughs> The proper care and feeding of your captive tennis player, your basement it's tennis gonna player. It's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. Wait, so are we never going back to the mansion? Is she just going to be stuck there forever? Right? Like, what's going to happen to the mansion? What's going to happen to the Corvette? Oh, my God. Is that what it was? It was a Corvette? I've been calling it I don't it know. Lambo. It was a red topless car. Yeah. Ooh, a topless a car. <laughs> You think I know car types? I don't like, either. It's red. It's a, it's a flashy red sports car with a. What type of car was it? Red. <laughs> and fast. A red car. 
We do know it's fast. Yeah. It's a sexy car for a sexy man who is sexy. <laughs> With a sexy voice. I'm losing it. <laughs> Don't. Okay. No. <laughs> no. All right. I think this is where we leave. We've yeah. had plenty of therapy this week. Yes, we have. Everyone. Take good care of yourself. Build up all your traumas. Save them for next week. We'll have a funeral to release them. Yes. That's how therapy works. <laughs> Show us your funeral garb, everyone. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye, Bye. everybody.